What's up, what's up, y'all? This is your host with the most. We have a coach, Peter Johnson. Father of Sports is back, man. We had some NBA draft. We got trade. We got everything. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. The Philadelphia 76ers, for one. Let's start off with the undrafted. Yeah, I'm coming with undrafted. We're going to talk about all that. They got good three. We're going to get to that. The good three they got. Ricky Council. Um, Dequavion Smith. And then we got Aluz Tabilis from um, Arizona, leading scorer, all um, you know, all conference player, good players. All right, now let's talk about the draft. Right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Victor Wimbiama is the number one pick. Yeah, game changer, man. What else can you say to that pick? Nothing. There's nothing really you can say to that pick. There's no. Then they did get City Cisco, who is a good player. This goes a pretty good player, a uh, two-way guy, played for the G League. And being with Popovich, that's good for him. He loves to develop players, especially guys of foreign foreign players. He's just the best at doing it. You know, you look at Jokic, he probably had more championships with, with Popovich, you know. I mean, he's just real good at foreign players, with foreign players doing his thing. And he's real good with big men. It's like big men, it, it, that's, that's where the big men go to be great is San Antonio, man. You're looking at what they have, uh, what they can add to their team. I mean, of course, Kelvin Johnson plays for that team. Uh, it's going to be some it's good. He's going to make them all better because he's going to be a mismatch problem. The first thing you're going to have to worry about getting against San Antonio is who's going to guard this guy. Seven foot four. It's not a, it's not for the first time ever. There's not a matchup for him. I mean, it's one thing for him not to be good. Okay. That's what we're not expecting. But for one thing, when you get a guy that's good, you're trying to say, okay, what can bother this player? What can nothing can match up at seven foot four? You gotta put Embiid against him regardless. That's just how I gotta go. Embiid, a center, any type of center has to match up against him. But no center is seven foot four. It's like Yao Ming. No, there's no clear matchups, but it wasn't like he was the best center in the league either. You go against these guys, these guys get you, but Yao Ming was one of the greatest centers in the NBA history at seven five. This is not a Sean Bradley case. He's picking. Uh, he's pick number two in the draft, and the draft Penny Hardaway, Chris Webber. This is not a Sean Bradley who was seven foot six. It's not a Brigham Young, Sean Bradley case. This is a generational talent at seven four. Well, they didn't even say that about Yao Ming. It's a good, great player. Did this thing came over and little to the hype in, in America. This guy's a generational talent, and you're getting him a young, tender age, playing against grown people. He did so many good things. It's going to be good for San Antonio. I think San Antonio, as far as where they be in the playoffs, is a possibility all the time with a generational talent and Greg Popovich. You know what I mean? Um, if, if I can get to you to the best draft to me, it's two of them. The Hornets could have never even thought of or dreamed of a better draft. I mean, not, not the Hornets, but the, uh, the Rockets. Excuse me. We'll get to the Hornets. They're the next team. The Rockets could have never dreamed of this. I mean, they got Min Thompson, the guy who some people say is the highest upside in the whole draft. I, I, I go against that. It's Victor Wimbiama is, is is the highest upside in this draft. This is unbelievable. But um, he has one of the highest upsides. He's six seven, six 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 seven. Can play point guard, explosive, play defense. That's another level. And and with um, it's going to be something to see. You know. All the teams, all the players over there, um, 
I mean, excuse me, all the players over there. Um, you got Kevin Porter Jr. That's going to be the thing. What are they going to do with him? He was starting at point guard. Now you've got Thompson. Obviously, you're, you're thinking about moving on from Kevin Porter Jr. Obviously. Obviously, man, you are thinking of moving on from Kevin Porter Jr. I mean, because you the number five pick overall, he's going to either go to the bench and sit there and do what he does, or he gets traded. So just look for that. That, that is going to happen. Um, Cam Whitmore at 20. Listen, I can't emphasize how much I'm more surprised. This is almost a Jalen Carter situation, Nolan Smith situation. Nolan Smith in, in NFL draft was looking to be a top 10 player, period. I mean, no more than 15 at least. You mean to tell him he falls all the way to 30? And look at what happened to Cam Whitmore. And you look at the reason why I say Jalen Carter because Jalen Carter fell because of his workouts. I mean, he he didn't even it don't even look like he tried. He wanted to go to he wanted to fall down to Philly. He wanted to try to make that a move, and he knew he wouldn't fall past Philadelphia. Cam Whitmore, he didn't try nothing. He just went out there and did his thing. Talking about interviews and um that that's that's a bunch of what it is is they said interviews and they said some he did good in workouts and then he did not so impressive in other workouts. I think that's crazy. I think it's crazy to think that um when you look at Cam Whitmore, that's why he failed to twenty. Out of all those play I mean there's some guys drafted above him. That I'm just like, huh? What? I mean, shout out to all the players drafted before him at 20. I, I said between four and seven was his range, that he shouldn't fall below seven. Once he went past seven, I said, oh, my God. What is going on? I mean, there were guys, listen, there's not one player drafted um only players that you can mention above him, you can mention above him, was Vic and Scoot and Amen. There's the only child, and then to me, he was the number three best player in the draft. I mean, this is I, I keep on rewinding this, man. The man came up in the in the recruiting rankings. I mean, he soared up in the recruiting rankings because he just continued to be dominant. It's like he was dominant, but they was just like, oh well, okay. And then they just got kept on seeing headlines. Oh, this guy just keeps doing good. Oh, wow, he's doing it again. Oh, wow. Then once he went to the Jordan Brand Classic, dominated. Jordan Brand Classic, dominated. Then he, he, then he went to the McDonald's All-American game, dominated. Then he went to Team USA, dominated. I mean, Cam Whitmore, I don't know what they're looking at. I mean, everybody was <laughs> puzzled at the, the, the draft experts, everybody. I mean, it's crazy because you would, you, you would really know something. When Wolves came on there and talked about Cam Whitmore, he talked about him in a type of way of like, okay. He, he basically was saying, well, this had to, he didn't give a confirmation of why he slipped. He was just putting up possibilities, you know, what he heard. Because he was, everybody was puzzled. Everybody was puzzled. So we know that's an A-plus draft, man. You get two top five players, and, and you didn't even have to work hard. 
You didn't have to trade up or nothing. You had to trade no, nothing had to happen. It's the best draft. I think they got the best draft. Um or the luckiest draft, man. I mean, the best draft to me was the Hornets. I mean, you get Brandon Miller, which people are retarded for not liking Brandon Miller. They like Scoot Henderson because of the popularity pick. Oh, he was number, you got number two, you get Scoot. No, you got LaMelo Ball, right? That's not going to work with two guys on the, two guys are ball, guys that got to have a ball in their hand. They, they did point guards. Y- y'all, what kind of, or, or they already saying LaMelo Ball is not in their favor. You need a dog with a point guard. Every every point guard needs a dog that goes out there and they need a killer. Every point guard, you know, Snowhead Iverson. You know, but you look now, you look now, and that team has Brandon Miller at six nine, man. All around skills. Either you, you put him out there in the big games, he's gonna be that type of guy, man. So now you look at you look at um Nick Smith Jr. My God, Nick Smith Jr. And we say that because Nick Smith Jr. before the draft when 2023 pre-drafts came out. Victor Miyamba, Scoot Henderson, Nick Smith Jr. was in that top five. And I told people, Cam's going to be there. Y'all ain't y'all ain't giving Cam. They, they, they was giving Cam first. He was 15. He was 20. He was 15. And they started, oh, he's top 10. Cam's a top five. Then by the draft, you're hearing him as a top five guy. Listen, Cam, what more's the deal? But Nick Smith Jr. is going to be a steal. I mean, I keep on telling people, these these windows, these windows, you know, Nick Smith Jr. got hurt. If he didn't get hurt and was able to display his talent for a full amount of games, he came back and had to battle through injury. He still wasn't fully healthy. I mean, Nick Smith Jr. is going to be, he's an absolute, it's a lot of, it's, now the way these drafts are now, it's a lot of steals. People just are not judging things right. You don't. If you judge him off potential before, what's stopping you now because he got hurt and played in the college game? That, that's that's telling you he's not good because he got hurt? Like, that's crazy. Nick Smith Jr. should have been in the lottery. It's not even a question. So they got another lottery talent along with Brandon Smith or Brandon Miller. Nick Smith Jr. can play both guard positions. He can play defense. He's a dog. Like, And now he gets to be the type of guy that don't have the pressure of a lottery pick. He used to fall back and develop. Another guy, Maury Bailey. My God. Mario Bailey was at least a tw- top 20 pick. At least a top 20 pick. Mario Bailey can play both guard positions. He's a tough guy. He's one of the toughest guys on the court. Toughest guys in this draft. Top three. Could, could be number one. So, if you look at this type of team, you look at the type of team they are, and then you get James Najee. Oh, my God. Jay Najee, I had him at 18, getting drafted at 18. This guy is his, 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 his center upside. One thing he can do coming in, though, clog that middle. If you need a defensive presence, athletic, he can come do it now. And rebound. He can come do that right now. Right now. This is a great draft. You get four guys who are really first-round talents. So you get... Right now, the Hornets look like the best draft, man. Um, 
Interesting drafts. Interesting. The Nuggets, who they get? Strava and Pickett. That's not bad. I mean, Tyson, okay, but um, Strava is, I've been like this since high school, man. Athletic player. The way they develop young players, that's a great move for him. Jalen Pickett is ready right now. He's one of those NBA-ready players. He can come in right now and be a good backup point guard. Could I say he could be a starter? Maybe down the line. Yeah, down the line. Down the line. Um, but that, that was two good pickups, Strother and Pickett. Um, you look at Mavericks getting Derek Lively. I had them drafting him at 10, but they end up having a, making a trade, getting him anyway. Uh, Maxis Prosper is a good he, – he's, he's a talent. He's solid. We'll see how he goes. Um, two pretty good players to get in the first round. I think Lively is going to really flourish there with guys that can handle the ball like Donkic and, um, and Kyrie Irving. The Cleveland Cavaliers, man, having no pick but one, and they end up getting <laughs> Kamani Bates. You know how this is funny? I can go – this is a good – to be an analyst, this is a good way to tell the story. They got generational talent LeBron James. I remember when that happened. Everybody remembers it. It's a, it's a story, right? Then, you know, LeBron leaves, and then they get Kyrie Irving. Two guys who are going to be, and they end up both being there to win the championship for Cleveland. Um, but there's two talents that are, you know, generational talent is Kyrie. He wasn't a generational prospect. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't, but he's generational talent once he started playing. Generational NBA talent. Now, I mean, you look at even Mobley. Even Mobley was a one-time number one in high school, Okay. Okay, then you somehow swing around and bring a, a, a score like Donovan Mitchell. Well, just listen to this. As a, it's a draft. You look and get Imani Bates. I mean, this guy was a generational. He was just, they were talking about him like they were talking about Victor. The same way they talked about Victor, they were talking about Imani Bates. Everybody can say what they were. The same way, the same noise about Victor was about Imani Bates. The only reason they're saying is... Listen, my money got hurt in Memphis, man. And like I told you, man, you don't meet that window. They're going to knock you off, man. They are going to cut you in half. Uh, it's different if you play overseas. There's it, it, not the critics that are in the U.S. So you can go over there and do your thing. And if you get if, if Victor would have got hurt this year, he still would have been a next year. Uh, any talent that's considered anything for the NBA draft, he can get hurt for a whole year and come back and play. And they won't think nothing of it. But in, 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 in America, listen, if you're an American prospect, it's more pressure. That's it. So he transferred to Eastern Michigan, you know, got away from the Memphis thing. Who knows? That, that all went bad. I mean, they, they were supposed to have a better team than that. But, you know, things happen. Okay. Now, Imani Bates is with Cleveland. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a think I'm a, I'm gonna talk to y'all a little minute too on this Imani Bates thing because, like, just think about it. If Imani Bates, they got Isaac Okoro over there. You know, you got um, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, nice five, Donovan Mitchell, and uh, Darius Garland. If if Bates can develop into that small forward, that's crazy. Like, if he can develop with to a twenty point a game score and a goal getter. You you got a problem in Cleveland. You have a problem in Cleveland, an absolute problem. 
And if what I saw last year is telling me anything, he can still score with the best on anybody in the NBA. He's a guy that could be a 28-point-a-game score. But Philadelphia is also looking to trade Tobias Harris. And, um, I mean, the Cavs called about him. Just just putting that out there. Um, so what if Monty Bates is on the table? You know why I say that? Because the Sixers were looking for, were interested in Monty Bates. So we'll see how that goes. But right now, man, that is an unbelievable. I saw, I'm seeing on CBS, you know, they gave him a C plus for that. No, that's an A. If you can get a talent like Imani Bates and his at 49, stop it. Like, seriously, stop it. So that that was big there. Then um, Julian Phillips to the, to the Bulls. He was um, recruited by Villanova. Good pickup. Athlete. They always get athletes. Um. The Nets, man. I mean, Noah Clowney. I, I, I think that was a pick that you, you know, we could have went, you know, did other things, but you know, Noah Clowney has has great upside, great upside, no no question. But Derek Whitehead and Jalen Wilson were good picks. Wilson's gonna come in right away and be NBA ready to do the little things before he gets to his his big level. But he'll be flourishing in the G League probably. Derek Whitehead is the pick. He's the best pick. He is the, the man. You get a guy like that next to Michael Bridges. Um, good pick. Jordan Walsh goes to the Celtics, which is a big look at the Celtics. Always find some way to get a player, man. Always. And they got Jordan Walsh. That was a good pick. I mean, if you lose Marcus Smart and then supposedly Grant Williams is also in trade rumors, you need somebody like that. Tough guy, tough player, athlete. No question. Uh, the, uh, the Hawks, uh, they got my guy Seth London. That's a good pick. Good two-way player. Can play, you know, can shoot tough. And you're talking about Patrick Beverly mixed with Marcus Smart type of talent. Um, Buffkin's a good player. Um, looking at other guys on this, uh, we're going to go down the line. Uh, Sar Thompson and Marcus Sasser for Detroit. Detroit just, just loading themselves up. Thompson's a good, he's a good house out there. I just didn't think five. I just, I was asked on one podcast. Um, and they asked me, do you think, what's the bus part? I think I don't, you know why I say bus for Thompson? Because I just didn't think he would be number five. And it is really remarkable for two twins to be at the same elite level on both teams. We'll see how that happens, man. Top five. I've seen a lot of guys in the top five, Antonio Daniels, uh, so many guys not turn Dante X and not turn out to be their self. And um, but I, I, he has a lot of talent, man. He has a ton of talent, a ton of talent. He can put him at small forward. Um, that's a position they they're looking at. Think about it. They they really they're not they they got power forwards. They got Bagley. You got Wiseman. You got Stewart. You got Duran. They their front court. The, the four and the five is a stack. They needed a guy like this. That was a good pick. Sasser is a guy that's being underrated. I, I mean, he can shoot. If you need to score off the bench, he might be the Vernon Maxwell for you. You know, he might be the the, the Lou Williams for them. So that that's a that's a pick to think about. Um, pretty good pick. Warriors do what they do. Pazemski is a from Santa Clara. Brandon is a hell of a shooter. That's that thing. Jackson Davis is a, he's a good pick. You know, he's ready to come in right now, be a rebounder and a good, you know, solid post player, I think. I think he's played enough to you put him in there. 
he's just not a shooter. He might develop that shot. You know, you come to the NBA, man, you know if you want to make that dollar, you got to put something to your game, if, especially the, the long range. But Davis, Jackson Davis is a good player. Um, The Pacers is different. Um, Isaiah Wong is a good pick. Mojev King, he can do things, but like Cisco, like like that D League Ignite team had a lot of King was supposed to be the number one um international player when he signed with the Ignite. He showed potential, but he didn't go to that mark, that point. Uh Wong is a all kind of player of the year in this conference. Ben Shepard can shoot, and he's my favorite shooter in this class. Uh Jarris Walker's always been an all-around player, recruited by Villanova. Coming out of high school, you know, I know I do my Villanova work. Um, all around power forward. I mean, they had an okay draft. I mean, if you want to judge it? Yeah, I, I think I, you know, give it a C. The Clippers, Kobe Brown, Joy Miller. Don't see, you know, it's okay. You know, okay draft. Um, the Lakers. Lakers are listen, man. I don't want to say retarded. That's disrespectful. But Jesus, how do you see Cam Whitmore at seventeen and not get him? What are you waiting for? Like, what are you... Hoods, listen, all the love and shout out to Jalen Hood. Uh, Scafino, uh, he's been a good player since coming out of high school. He, he had the um, the hype and he did his thing. Maxwell Lewis is a good... Now, that, that's a good pick. Solid pick. Solid pick. I, 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 he'll be a good player off the bench. But uh, no, man. It's not an A. I don't know who... Listen, that's a B. But y'all, it's too many players y'all could have got. Too many players. You get Cam Whitmore in this draft. I mean, you're talking different. I, I just think who's who, they have to miss the Jerry West days. The Grizzlies, the Grizzlies, my man. Listen, that was a good pick to get Gigi Jackson. Gigi Jackson was before he reclassified near in his class. He was the number one. Top five talent. He was already looked at as a top five lottery pick in his class, and he reclassified. Listening to people that, that also came up, stop listening to your agents. Look, reclassifying, come in this draft. Look where you at now, 45. These agents going to get paid regardless, man. I keep on saying that. They don't They don't really care. They know they got a big player like Gigi, and they can get you to go to 2023. They get paid even more sooner. They don't have to wait an extra year. So I just think that was crazy. I mean, GG should have waited and been in the 2024 draft. Uh, Jacquez Jr. was a good pick by uh, Miami, but no way he's over Cam Whitmore. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I go bring. I'm just thinking out of teams that pass Cam Whitmore, but Jacquez Jr. is going to be good for what they want to do, shooting outside shots. You want him? He's a hard-working player, four-year college player. So you got a guy that's ready for the NBA more than these one-and-done guys. You have to give these guys that have played four years and three and four and five years the 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 kudos of being those guys that are more ready. That's just what it is. Unless unless there are some guys that are just as ready. Scoot Henderson, Victor Mbiamba, I mean, there are guys that are ready. Brandon Miller is ready, man. He's ready. Andre Jackson Jr., Buck's got a good point guard, good backup point guard. Chris Livingston is the pick, though. Chris Livingston is the pick. Like, I always liked this guy at high school. But you go to Kentucky, you know, they're crowded. You know, it's, it's hard to, if you ain't a guard, think about it. Kentucky, the guys who, who are one and done, who really get the time to shine are the guards. 
if you get in there as a guard, just look at the past couple of years. They get in there if they're if they're projected to be a lottery pick and they go to Kentucky and they're guards, they're gonna get they're they're more than likely gonna get drafted before the front court players because they're not gonna get the ball as much. You know, um but Chris Livingston, just 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 pay attention to this one. Pay attention to Chris Livingston. Pay attention to this pick for the Bucks. Um the Bucks always try to get a young talent and either trade them. But this guy, whew, just 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 like I said about Jaden Hardy to Dallas, pay attention to Chris Livingston. Him developing around Guinness and some winners. It's good when guys don't go to the lottery, but they go to playoff teams, and that is a good pick for the Bucs. Uh, Leonard Miller going to the Timberwolves. Man, they need a big man in there next to, you know, they got, they're going to have Gobert and, and Towns, who I think, I don't know what they're doing with their back, but, you know, you're putting Towns at power forward now. It has to be. I mean, it's just a real confusing situation. I think they should trade Gobert and get something. Miller's a good power forward. We'll see how that is with Towns and Gobert again, man. I mean, it's real different. We'll see how that works now. It is a shot blocker. If Towns can take his skills to power forward, that's different, but it's crazy. Jalen Clark is a talented player, good two-way player. We'll see how that goes. Um, add to the team that's trying to make the playoffs. I, I think Leonard Miller is one of the NBA-ready players, man. He went to D-League Ignite. If you're talking about Scoot Henderson, he's the second-best player. He was a double-double guy. 17-10 type of guy. Um, Jordan Hawkins, the Pelicans, they got to get him a dog. No no doubt. Um, the Thunder, hmm. Keontae Johnson is a great story. Great story. Tough guy. I think coming there, he'll be a solid, he could be a solid bench player for any team. Um, and you look at who else, you know, is playing with this team? Kassan Wallace. I mean, Thunder, the Thunder, I put it like this. The Thunder did something good. The Thunder did something real good by getting Kassan Wallace because now you got Josh Gibbs, you got a guy that can right off the bench and help your point guard. You know, it's nothing like that. You get two good point guards, nothing like that. Um, the Magic get Anthony Black once again. The Magic did this before. They had R.J. Hampton. They had R.J. Hampton. You get R.J. Hampton. The one they had the one long jam with R.J. Hampton, uh, Cole, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, and um, Markel Folks. They do it again. And now, I just think, if you get a guy in the sixth round, you don't like your point guard. If you get a guy, like I say, not the sixth round, but the sixth pick, you don't like your point guard. Same thing with Eamon Thompson. It's like, you're going to change. That means Cole Anthony and um, Marquette, whatever, whatever, they're not, they're not going to be the point guards. It's Anthony Black's time. It, it might not even be right away because they might need to trade Markel Fultz. But it's like School Henderson. It might not be right away. But Dame Lillard is gone. He's gone. That is it. There's no way you bring in a guy that you draft at number six and saying, oh, he's going to back up. No. No. They get Jet Howard, uh, another small forward that can shoot. Jawan Howard's son. Legacy, NBA legacy. gets That's real good to see. Gets drafted. Um, Pretty good. Um, 
Trailblazers, uh, Chris Murray and Ryan Rupert. It was a good draft. They had a solid draft. I give it a B. Um, some, you know, you want to give it an A, you can. Chris Murray's a good player, real good player, uh, similar to his brother. Not just as good, but similar. Ryan Rupert's a good – these guys are defensive players too. So I, I wouldn't excuse the A, but, man, um, yeah, I, I guess you, you give it an A because of Scoot. You give it an A because of Scoot. Let me be right with that. Give it an A because of Scoot, and then with Scoot you add – it was a good draft for the Blazers. Good, I give it an A. Uh, the Kings uh, – Uh, Kobe Jones is pretty good, you know. Xavier out of Biggies, uh, Jalen uh, Slauson is a pretty good player. Uh, can play, but looking at that team, and um, they'll have things. The Kings will have, you know, they like the defensive type players. You know, they like the uh, guys that can do a lot. You know, Davion Mitchell is drafted. So, Kings, you can't just discount on who they're drafting because the Kings, are, we'll see how I go. I like Kobe Jones. He's cool. Um, but looking at guys that, that that got drafted, that could have been drafted before, man, what, what the Kings would have deal with? Imani Bates, uh, you know. Think about that pick. I mean, just, you know, but it's a pretty good, it's, it's, it's a cool draft. Cool draft. Uh, Slauson is a guy that can, um, has a high IQ on the basketball court. We'll just see how that goes. More of a Kyle Anderson type. Um, but more speed. It's not slow. Let me say about Cisco. Because uh, Cisco going to the to, to the Spurs. I mean, he was considered at one time a first round talent. I mean, yeah, he's he's he is a good pick for them. Uh Grady Dick was good for the Raptors. Grady Dick is a good player. Had a, probably one of the best suits in history. Um Good player for the Raptors. Need to score. They're probably going to start rebuilding on their team. You know, putting something around Scotty Barnes and OG and the boy. I think I see that part. The Jazz had a good draft, man. Taylor Hendricks. I I, I saw one one of these guys uh, downplay the, the the Jazz's draft. And Taylor Hendricks is a good pick. I mean, regardless if you think they should have took, I think Cam Whitmore should have been there. They would have had something to bring Utah out their seats. Like I just, but but well, Hendricks is a good player, but then once again they could have got him at sixteen. They didn't. They got Keontae George. It's a good pick. Bryce Sensenball can play. They, he he can really play. I ain't never seen a draft this talented in a long time by uh, Utah. I mean, these are guys that you don't even expect Utah to even get. Like Keontae George is a heck of a guy. He's an eater. If you lose the, the Devon, I'm saying if you down if you lose Donovan Mitchell. This is a guy, Keontae George, you can get to really light things up. He's that type of talent. Then you bring in Taylor Hendricks, who's going to play on the front court. It's going to be big. So now, um, the Wizards, man. I mean, they made a they made a stretch. I mean, I thought Kyle White was a first-round pick, but, man, number seven? Sheesh. And Tristan Vukovic, this guy can shoot from the three as a center. He he's a stretch five. That's, that's a pretty good. I think that's a good draft. And I think I would um I wouldn't give it an A. I give it a B. You know, no question. So now we look at these drafts, and um, there are other guys who are drafted. The Raptors got Marquise Noel, a guy who had a big performance. 
showed out for Kansas State, played with Keontae Johnson. Um, so the Raptors looking like one of those smart teams. Oh, we're just trying to get just trying to get some scores. I mean, think about it. You got Grady Dick. I mean, this guy could make the team. He could really make the team and, and play starting out. Um, Spurs get Seth Miller, 15 points, 5.9 rebounds. Um, pretty good um, you know, player to, to look at. Logan Johnson, another guy. Jabari Rice, two-way contract with the Spurs. Um, Marcus Bagley signed with the Sixers. It was a 10 deal. He was once a, a highly titled player. I'm not really too impressed by Bagley. He'll have to show me that. Uh, Ricky Council signs with the Sixers. Man, what a pick. 6'6", super athlete, played with Wichita State, then went to Arkansas, is a winner. He's a guy, I think, I mean, if, you, if you're looking at players, looking at guys that can play, are you looking at players, definitely a guy to look at. Definitely a guy to look at. Um, that could, I mean, looking at Jaden Springer, that could be traded. I mean, they still got, they still got... You know, they still got, you know, Mac McGlum. You know, Louis King is there. So this is a guy that can come in there and do something. Not only that, Tequavion Smith is another guy. Watch out for this guy. Super athletic, super playmaker. Azolas Tabellas, 19 points, almost 10 rebounds. 6'11", and then they got um, Philip Petrushev coming over, who's also going to be a five. So you're adding young players. And with Nick Nurse, everybody talking about Doc Rivers didn't play the young guys. Well, this is your chance now because I think Nurse Nurse is definitely do it. He's a guy that'll do it. He plays his young players. I mean, Chris Boucher, um, from Scotty Barnes to Fred, Fred Van Fleet. All, if you earn it, you're going to play. So for Philadelphia fans who didn't like that, didn't think that Doc Rivers played Oh, Nick Nurse put you out there. Soon as you're able to show him something, you know. Um, pretty good players, man. Adam Sonogo signs with Chicago. Um, another good player. Um, played with the UConn, the champions of UConn. Wendell Green Jr. signs with Cleveland. Another pretty good player. Jacob Toppin signs with the New York Knicks. Up there with his brother. Um, Police Jalen Martin. Signs with the Knicks. Another pretty good player. You know, to look at with talent. Um, the Hornets get the defensive player of the year out of the Mountain West Conference and Nathan Mensah. They, they continued it. Drew Tom signs with um, the Milwaukee Bucks. A good play, team for him to go to. Akatishi Bui, another guy I thought should have been drafted. Signs with the Pacers. Good move. I mean, Miles Turner is on the talk of being traded. That's a good move for them. They are up-and-coming young team. Um, Three-time um, A-Sun player of the year. Darius McGee signs with the Pacers. He's a pretty good player. He's a pretty damn good player. College basketball. Nate Nate Lewinsky, uh, Last Lewinsky. Excuse me, saying his name wrong. This is why he's so uh, – talk about him. He was once recruited by uh, Villanova. He signs with the Pacers. Pacers are looking to add some players. Looking at Justin Powell from Washington State. I mean, gosh, Washington State through these years through the transfer portal and now have gotten so many players that are talented and are being looked at. 
Um, other guys that Taylor Funk, former St. Joe's player, can shoot the lights out. Good sharpshooter. Uh, he signs with the Miami Heat. Uh, Caleb Daniels of Villanova signs with the Miami Heat. Um, Joey Hauser from Michigan State signs with the Utah Jazz. Kobe Ross, another guy, good, pretty good player, athletic player, um, signs with the Utah Jazz. Um, remember his agent calling me about him a couple of years ago, asking me where I think he would go. Well, you know, it's just real hard to decide on what players will go now. You just got to go in there and get your combine going, and you see that. Um, Malachi Smith, sharpshooter, NBA draft from one of the people that they looked at, got Exhibit 10 deal with Portland Trailblazers. Uh, we'll talk some more. Brandon Adams out of George Washington. Uh, sought after as a high school talent, signed with the Timberwolves. So these, these, are, these are players... You know, you're looking at, you know, they're, they're your best players right now. You're looking at, you know, guys that can come in and play um, right now. People are asking me about the 2024 draft. Let's talk about it. If we're talking about 2024, it's Ron Holland. I mean, I know Matisse Vizoulis is, is this, and he's good, and he has all the talent, but it's Ron Holland. It's Ron Holland, it's Ron Holland, it's Ron Holland, it's Ron Holland. Uh, Bazoulas will be second. I, I would put him second or, or third, maybe. I mean, a smooth, what do you got? Uh, Zakiri Rezesher, who was a good player out of France, real good, can pass the ball. I mean, all these guys look the same, you know, coming out from overseas. But now there, there's a, uh, there's a grab. They want these guys now. They're, they're, these, these, these Jokic has won a championship. Guinness is doing what he does. Now you got Benyama. Oh man, it's big, like crazy, you know. But um, there's no way. And I think a lot of these, if you look at some of these, like these mocks, man, they're copying off each other a little bit because you know they don't even be knowing guys. They don't even be knowing what these guys are to them. But Ron Holland is that guy. Ron Holland and Aaron Bradshaw are two guys. Um. <laughs> If you look at my team, I, but I, I do like Buzillas. I think he's a real good player. I think he'll be third. Um, why? Who I think will be number two? Buzillas will be third, though. No, no doubt. But Justin Edwards is number two. Justin Edwards is right there, man. Justin Edwards is something different. Okay, you got Isaiah Collier, who's a guy to look at. But then you got, like I say, the guys like uh, was uh, Breezer. If I'm saying it right. Saw his, saw his clips, saw his film, saw games he's played. He looks impressive, man. Looks impressive. But Matez is definitely a top three guy. Ron Holland. Okay, Ron Holland's the one guy we go for. Justin Edwards and then Matez Buzelis. I think those are your top three guys. Four and five. I mean, four and five. Four and five. You are not going to sit here and tell me that you're not going to sit here in my face and tell me that Jacob Walker is not number four. And you're not going to sit here in my face and tell me that Tyrese Proctor is not going to blow you away next year. Donovan Clinton is another good player, right? I like Castle. Castle's good. 
But Isaiah Colley is right there at the top five, man. And then you're looking at who else is in there. I mean, you, you love C Cody Williams. You love his talent, what he can bring to the table. No problem. But um, it's going to be a lot of bad. But TJ Wagner is after Isaiah Colley. I'm sorry. I was just making a, you know, this and that and going at it. Uh, there are other guys. There are other guys. Kwame Evans Jr. is another guy you got to look at. Um, if y'all don't think Mookie Cook, <laughs> I don't even understand. Xavier Booker has to be has to be up there in the top ten. There's no doubt about it. He will make his he will make his way. But Bronny James is top ten. I'm sorry to tell y'all. I know everybody's losing. Oh, this and that. Now, do you hear? Because his famous name. What have y'all been looking at? What have y'all been looking at when you look? Even I'm looking at draft room. What's up, Mike? Draft room, man. Are you crazy? It's crazy because when he was considered top ten, everybody agreed with it. Now that you hear other people say, "Oh, he has to prove it," now other mock drafts are going down to save themselves. No, no, that's not how it goes. Draft room has him at twenty eight. They had him higher when they was talking about top ten. Um. They had him hired before. Now you hear Wasserman talking. No, this is totally wrong. Brownie James is 6'3", 190. He has the best IQ in the whole draft. Don't be talking about Matiz Bula. Oh, they was over there overseas. No, he's been over here in America. And he's 6'3". He's been playing against people bigger than him. Um, he's been he's been taking bench roles. He comes in as a spark. Every, every time Brownie gets a time to shine, he does it. When it's time for him to show up, he does. Look at the McDonald's All-American game. He just want to show y'all something. Little couple of some trades. It, boom, boom. I'll show y'all I can do this. Then he gets in another game. Like his hit toward his senior season, that was his biggest season. They let him do what he wanted. But he always listens to the coaches. He listens to the coaches. He listens to the coaches. He only does what he's been told. That's it. And so when they say, go ahead and get off, he gets off. He's just as good. Look at all the guards that are in here. Look at all the players. He's just as impressive as anybody. At 6'3", it's no stage too big for him. He mentally is ready. You talk about all oh, because he's Bronny James. No, the reason why he hasn't been rated to his rightful ratings is because he's Bronny James' son. Everybody's putting this pressure on him to be something like his, to be like his dad. He's already spectacular. He doesn't have to be like his daddy. Spectacular. Yes, he's a top ten player. He should have been. They waited so long. All everybody didn't want to give him five star grades. It's really pathetic. Bronny James is a top. If anything, he's definitely a lottery pick. Top fifteen. Top ten for sure. He has the same talent. Like what are we looking at? What are we looking at that he doesn't have to the top ten players? What are we looking at? DJ Wagner, he gotten into the same stuff Wagner has done in games. You look at the McDonald's All-American game, he definitely made his presence felt. He's a top 10 pick. If anything, he's number 10. Number 10 to number 15. And then we're talking about y'all mock drafts are going to be wrong because teams are going after Bronny James. If they can grab him in the top 10, if Isaiah Thompson makes it to number five, how is Bronny James not that type of player? What, did he need to play in the overtime elite? So are, are we saying that the overtime elite, if Bronny James played in the overtime elite, we're putting him in the top 10? Because 
to be honest, Overtime Elite is good. They got good young, young talent. It's, it's like an all-star of high school talents, but they don't have the most talent, elite talent. They're not playing with as much competitive talent as college basketball. But they're still some of the best players in the country going to overtime elite. So you judge that. That's a good judgment. But how do you put, you can't put that over college because it's the same thing. (laughs) It's the same thing. You're playing against all-star guys who went to high schools and now they're coming here. They're a bunch of great high school, good high school talents going against each other. Same thing college is. You're just getting paid more money to go to overtime elite. So how do you say that Bronny James, oh, what, how are we judging this? How are we judging this? What do I think Bronny James? Bronny James is definitely a top 10 talent. That is, that, that's like, that's no argument, man. That's no argument. But the thing is, The thing is, where is he going to go? Where is he going to go? And, yeah, I, I think at the lowest, he's a top 15 pick. Top 15 pick, um, but looking at this draft, it's just not that. There are guys that, that are being considered, you know, uh, low first-round picks. We, we look at draft room. Draft room was looking at Xavier Booker at 29, when at one time Xavier Booker was a number one pick. You're just looking at other – like. But but it's rightful for people to look at other boards and judge your criteria. Xavier Booker is going to be a top twenty pick. Xavier Booker could be in the top ten. He's a he's a six eleven seven foot really seven foot guy that can do a lot with the ball. Um, another guy, Trey Alexander, is a guy to look at, but he, he's where he should be. Kwame Evans Jr. is a guy that's going to soar up to the top twenty. He could be in a lottery pick. DJ Wagner is not a t- top twenty. He's a lottery pick. There's no doubt about it. He's a lottery pick. Boner's going to have to prove himself. We'll see what happens. I mean, he's a, you can't put Bron. I'm looking at NBA draft from. You cannot put Bronny James or Boner over Bronny James. It's impossible. It's impossible. Um, Omaha Bellu of Iowa State is a guy. I feel like he's right where he should be. Good pick. A guy that people are not looking at. Cody Williams. Can't wait to see how this guy plays. McKenz, McKenzie. Um, Baco, he's a guy that he's right where he should be because he's he's going to be touted big time. Um, here we go with guys like Bobby Clinton. Jared McClain should be where he's at. Bobby Clinton is going to be a guy that falls. Uh, Donovan Clinton, he's going to be a guy that falls. Uh, he's a guy with all types of talent. We'll see what happens, but he's not over Xavier Booker. Proctor's right where he should be. Castle's a guy that's going to fall. Uh, there's a guy, these are guys on this. Adea Malra is a guy that can play, he definitely can play ball. There we go, big guys. Here we go, a guy that can definitely play, but he's going to fall. Okay, but it's going to be a lot of good big men in this draft. Bradshaw's going to be up. Uh, Zakiri's going to be up there um, in, in, in the top 10, no question. He has the talent, he's going to be up there. Mara's going to fall. Okay, um, you have to look at guys. There are guys in this draft that are definitely going to move up. Um, and there are some guys that are going to fall. And there are real good players. Kel Kel Ware is another guy to look up that could move up. No question. You're looking at all these big men. They're not going to go over Kel Kel Ware. Kel Kel Ware is going to make his move. Mark Mitchell's another guy that's real good. 
good players. If you look at some of these drafts, uh, these mock drafts, um, a lot of people looking at Richard Jersey too. I think he falls in the top ten. He'll be in the top ten, but he'll fall. Cody Williams is a good player. But Jalen Williams, younger brother, but he's a guy that, you know, he's going to be in the top ten also. But he's a guy you're going to look at and you're going to, you know, he's not going to be in the top five. He won't be there. This will all change. Um, looking at Theory Darling, he's a guy you have to give him the love because once you go into G League night, everybody's looking for you to be that guy. He'll fall. Guys like Proctor will be over him. You know, um, Walter's a big-time player. Love A.J. Johnson. Love him to death. I feel like he's a pretty good talent. Um, we'll just see. We'll just see how these guys go. I got to see more from Riley, like Riley Kugel. It's guys that you're putting over Bronny James that I'm like, hmm, what is going on? Like, seriously, what is going on? Like, there are guys being put over Bronny James. This is unbelievable. Kyle Filipowski, I feel like, is a guy, definitely a top 20 guy. I think he has all the talent in the world to be where he's at. Trey Alexander, I think he's a guy that could, the type of shot maker he is, he can move up into the top 20. Uh, no question. Type of shot maker he is. Dylan Mitchell's another guy that's going to be in there, in the top 20. He's going to be a guy I mentioned that he's going to be there. It's, it's not even a question. London Johnson's a very good player that's going to be also in there. Um, people are trying to make LeBron James. Like, I've never seen this before. They're trying to make LeBron James be the player that he already is, that he's already proven again and again and again because he's Bronny James' son, and he gets all the, the hoopla. So people are like, oh, no, we're not going to do that. He's not. We're going Now they're putting the pressure on Bronny James even more. Like, he's just going to continue to impress people. He's going to continue to be that player. He will be in the top 10 conversation. I know Isaiah Collier is good. He's a special player, a special dog. But so was Bronny James. Said Bronny James, the difference between Collier and Bronny James is that Bronny James is more of the passive player. He's going to try to make more people around him better. The only reason Bronny James even shoots up and, and fired up like that and didn't play his game really in McDonald's All-American is because now he's going to show you, look, I can score up the best of them. I can shoot a three on anybody. You know what I mean? I can, I can score on anybody. That's that's what he wants to show. Can he be a dominant? That all-around talent isn't being, like, Bronny James been showing that his whole career. He just went to All-American games to show y'all, listen, I can fire up these shots on you if I feel like it. But he's a team player. He's the ultimate team player. He's the smartest player on the basketball floor in this draft. So, listen, man, we out. I just wanted to come through, share some things. Who I think is number one is Ryan Holland. That's it. Ryan Holland's the number one player in that draft. That is it. It's not even a question right now. Y'all crazy. So we out of here, y'all. Leader Johnson, follow Leader. Some never last and last and last and last. So I can take a forensic really hurt. Now it's a death word. Iller than all and all and all. Rock him on the main call.